Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to a new quick hitter from Full Court. I'm Jenny Fisher. Our guest this week is Chad Acock of Turner Sports, and we discussed everything from the art of storytelling in college basketball to some of the top stories, including some of the under the radar ones. We are all in the business of storytelling in one way or another. Have you and your team been thinking of any ways to do any kind of cool social activations, whether around the bubble scenario in the great basketball state of Indiana? and beyond as it relates to this year's NCAA tournament or Final Four, because obviously priority is covering all the games, but what do you guys typically try to do outside of that and maybe play the, the Indiana angle this year? Yeah, every year um, we kind of look at what makes each tournament unique. And so last year, um, you know, we were playing for Atlanta. So we we're like, oh, well, the, the Atlanta Aquarium. So we're doing all these different shoots with animals, trying to pick brackets that never saw the light of day. And uh, this year, when we started planning with our designers, you know, our designers, we create a new look and feel uh, for our social channels every year. It's like, hey, what makes Indiana, you know, Indiana, like, you know, the outline of the state, um, you know, just the basketball culture in Indiana, and also just the fact that it's going to be a bubble. So you may see uh, different graphics have different elements that kind of resemble Indiana, the skyline, the state, um, and just kind of reflecting that across all of our graphics packages. We have to back up for a second. You had animals from an aquarium picking games for March Madness. Oh yeah, in we, we were on calls with the aquarium for months trying to get different documents signed. We, we had a couple of videographers go out there. They had to shut down different exhibits for a full day. And we've got all this footage of, I think like penguins, like picking brackets, you know, we were gonna add in stuff after the fact, but we've got that footage somewhere. We still, we're still trying to figure out a way to get that uh, mixed into the feed somehow. I was going to say, please don't ever get rid of that footage or not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, if and we can run it back, we will. Yeah, yes. We're going to try. So we're entering the part of the college basketball season where people are trying to either, people are trying to put perspective, I should say, above panic. So let's talk about the panic for a second. What teams, Chad, do you think should really be worrying about making the tournament or even having enough games to reach the 13 game minimum to play in the tournament? We've talked about I think it's New Mexico State has only played one game. Um, and so what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think there's two different angles you can look at it. You can look at it from the traditional sense of what somebody's resume looks like, where you've got Kentucky, who basically has to win the SEC tournament to get in. You've got Duke, who's five and five, Kara, you know, Michigan State, big win at Duke. Um, but they're they're 0 and 4 in quad one, you know, games. So their resume is terrible. They've lost three in a row, not looking good. UNC several weeks ago could have also been on that really just question mark stage of their resume, but they've won several games lately. They're back in good standing, but their net uh, ranking is still like in the 50s. So if things go south, you could have a tournament where Kentucky, Duke, and UNC all don't make the tournament, which is a disaster from my perspective because I need those big fan bases to uh, help boost our engagement on at March Madness. But um, from the second point you made about number of games played, 
you know, we like to hype up undefeated teams and, uh, you know, counting them down on the rankings. There's five teams left. One of those is Alabama A&M. You know, they're one of the last five unbeaten teams, so they've only played four games. I think they're playing their fifth game tonight. So it's, if you know, COVID cases break out, they could be one of the last undefeated teams and never actually make the tournament. So <laughs> wouldn't that be unfortunate? You obviously have to pay attention to a ton of teams and a ton of different players. Um, can you maybe name a team or a player that's really stood out to you so far that may otherwise like be flying under the radar, someone unexpected? Yeah, there's a couple of different different routes. I think that the team that's actually flying under the radar is Boise State. Andy's Andy Katz, my guy, he's got him in the in this, I think number 15 or 14 in his power 36. Like he's got him good. Like Derek Austin Jr. They're rolling. They don't really have any big like resume games. So they're just gonna keep doing their thing in, in the Mountain West until until we get to tournament time because there's no really big non-conference games left. But uh they're really good. St. Louis is something that really doesn't make any sense to me. Like preseason, we expected St. Louis to be good. They haven't played a game since December 23rd. They were unranked at the time. They weren't ranked after the, that most recent win. And somehow or another, they climbed their way to number 22 in the polls without playing any games. So I don't think it makes sense. I think they're really good. I just don't know how they've gone from under the radar to back on the radar without playing games. Um, and then a really specific player, obviously everybody knows Baylor's good. They're not flying under the radar, but Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, those are the two guys that get the headlines. But I like Davion Mitchell as, like, one of the best on-ball defenders in the country. He's from South Georgia, so, you know, I'm from Georgia. Uh, those of you that don't know, he went to Auburn his freshman year, kind of got stuck behind Jared Harper, transferred to Baylor, and now he's part of this just unbelievable team. Touched on Baylor. Obviously, Gonzaga, Gonzaga and Baylor have been the most dominant teams in the country this season. But if you had to pick right now, um, maybe give us another team you think could compete for the national title alongside them. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping we see Gonzaga Baylor in the national championship. That would be epic if they don't make up their previous non-conference game. Um, two other teams. I like Texas and Alabama. I told uh, Andy Katz, again, I'm probably going to mention Katz five times in this podcast. Uh, Texas was a dark horse candidate for me preseason. They brought everybody back. The only freshman on their roster in that class was Greg Brown, who clearly fits in. Uh, loaded, experienced backcourt, really good team. And then Alabama, who just kind of like, you look at Clemson right now, Clemson is way just downhill, like got smoked by 35 against Virginia, got blown out by Georgia Tech and Florida State. But somehow, like Alabama lost to this Clemson team. So like just kind of tail of two seasons, Alabama is now on the, you know, increase, Clemson decreasing here. Alabama undefeated in the conference. They were up, what, like 98 to 56 at LSU, dropped 60 in the first half, broke the conference record for threes. This team reminds me of Auburn, like, because that's what Auburn did. They had guys that could just shoot it and knock it down from any, from any spot. And uh, that's what they did to get to that, that uh, national championship game. Or, yeah, no, they lost to the final four to Virginia. But either way, Alabama can make a ton of threes. If they get hot in Indiana, uh, they could easily make that run. We hope you listened to the full conversation with Chad Acock. You can watch video versions of all of our quick hitters on the Pure Hoops Media YouTube channel. Check out Full Court with Fisher and Kay every Tuesday from Pure Hoops Media. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.